Welcome back to another episode of Happily Mental. I'm Shayna. We are on episode number 11. I'm not in the country right now. I'm back in the city for the week. My mom's in the hospital, so if you keep her in your thoughts, uh, she's okay. Uh, Don't worry too much, but she has epilepsy and she's getting some tests done and they want to monitor her for the week. So I'm watching the cats and I have Miles here with me. I brought him. So if you also hear noises, it might also be him. I skipped last week. So, and it worked pretty well. So I think what I'll do moving forward is um, a bi-weekly schedule after lockdown. I think uh, I'll benefit from doing it bi-weekly. So I might as well start now since I already skipped last week. So for this week, I did a poll on Instagram a while ago asking what you want to hear, and it was pretty much a tie between time management and motivation. I also thought since, you know, this episode is about motivation and time management, I would take what I've written down and put it into practice and kind of report back almost with this episode to see how it went. Um, basically what I had to do, I heard back from a job that I didn't think I was going to get. I thought someone else got the job. So I had it completely put it out of my mind. Um, my mom obviously going to the hospital. I'll be here for for a week, uh, house sitting and cat sitting for her, which would, would have been totally fine because I didn't think I was going to get that job, but then they called me back a day before my mom called me and said the hospital bumped up her stuff to this week, which um, I'm glad. Like, it's better she gets it over with now. I didn't want her to miss out and say no just because of me. So I had those two things, and then I had a mental health first aid course this past weekend. (laughs) So three whole things, just back to back to back, and – you know, it seems like a lot when it all happens at once, even if maybe it isn't realistically. It, it seemed a lot to me. So um, it was kind of a blessing in disguise because I it gave me a chance to put time management and motivation into play because I was first thinking like, oh, maybe I should hold off on these topics because it's we're in lockdown again. No one's having to time manage right now. But like you you want to practice things outside of situations and outside of the heat of the moment so that you're prepared for in the moment stuff like that you don't want to wait until you're in the situation to figure out what to do i was taking the mental health first aid course this weekend and unfortunately there's a lot of stuff i already knew but i think it's really beneficial uh you know for someone who doesn't know a lot about mental health so if you are someone that doesn't know what to do or is interested in knowing more about what to do in crisis situations, like if someone is having a panic attack, if someone confides to you or like tells you that they're thinking about committing suicide, if someone is going through, you know, PTSD, there were very good topics that we talked about and learn just kind of the general ideas um, of what to do. We even learned about psychosis. That was kind of a little uncomfortable for me to sit through because 
to be honest, the way he talked about it, our instructor, it was eh, kind of shed a violent light on people that experience psychosis. So it was a little uncomfortable, but interesting to say the least. But I did get a good point. There was a couple good videos of people with lived experience like myself sharing their stories. I remember one of the women speaking had a very good point. She said, my mental illness is not my fault and how you wouldn't judge someone or look at them differently as if it was their fault if they got cancer. You wouldn't say it was their fault because it isn't. And just because it's a mental illness opposed to a physical illness, still not your fault. It's a body response. It's a it's a mind response to trauma or uh, family genetics, stress. You know, you don't choose to have a mental illness or an addiction. I think it was last episode I was saying everyone goes through something, whether it be a mental illness, a physical illness. We all have problems that we go through, and they're not our fault. So anyways, I thought I would share that. There's a couple other things I have written down, but... Anyway, to get into this week's topic, I will start. I want to start talking about motivation. However, if you are lacking motivation right now and you don't want to be productive, if you want to be lazy, we're in a global pandemic, we're in a lockdown, be lazy. Now's the time. Now's the time to sleep in and eat whatever you want to eat and exercise, don't exercise. Now I say this genuinely happy because you might think something's going to make you happy. You might think being lazy and not doing the things you need to do is going to make you happy. And in the short term, it probably will in the moment. But is that going to make it harder for your future self? Is that going to... The point is to do what makes you genuinely happy. You know, make a mess and then cause future stress and future unhappiness. And that's something I've been um, working through with school is because I'm doing part-time. I get to choose, pick and choose which courses, how many courses I, courses I take each semester. And not this semester particularly coming up because I've already lined up my courses for next semester. But this past semester, the one I just finished a couple weeks ago, I was back in December. I was thinking, oh, maybe I'll take a, a semester off just to take a break and no it sounded pretty nice when I said it sounded nice to have a break but thinking back if I were to take that whole semester off I would have regretted it because it would make more work for me in the future I find personally anyways my mood has a big part to do with my motivation if I'm feeling low and down I don't want to say depressed because I don't want to take away from people that have depression. I have not been diagnosed with depression. I don't know. I'm, I don't want to sit here and say when I'm feeling depressed because I don't know enough about it yet. When I'm feeling down, which I do feel that quite a bit sometimes, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to talk to people. I don't want to do anything for myself. You know, I don't want to shower. I don't want to cook. I just want to, oh, now the more I say it, it sounds like depression, but I think finding that thing is going to be individual and personal. My thing that works literally without a doubt, I go for a drive in my car. I play music that matches the frequency of the mood that I want to be in. I don't, you know, play sad music if I'm 
don't want to feel sad. I put on my boss bitch playlist and I go for a drive and I literally scream affirmations about being a bad bitch to myself. (laughs) And it works. And I don't know if that's going to work for you. Please, by all means, give it a try. Music is very therapeutic. But you have to find that thing for yourself that's going to change your mood. Because it's a lot easier to stay in the mood. The undesired mood, whether it be anger or um, frustration or being upset. It's easier to stay in those moods. It's healthy to feel these emotions. But if you don't want to be and if you want, it's not just going to happen like that. You're going to have to put in some work to do it. Another thing is food for me. I've had a kind of unhealthy relationship with food. I guess more I would say body image. I've never really deprived myself of food. Uh, I like to experiment with healthier foods. Like when I go grocery shopping, I get a lot of vegetables, a lot of like fruit and nuts and some meat. I don't go for a lot of carbs. I wouldn't say I have a low-carb diet or anything, but I have trouble eating gluten and dairy, so it kind of I stay away from it because the alternatives are quite expensive. don't know if you've realized, if you've seen. So I eat healthy at home. My snacks are very healthy. I mainly just go out and get like a something to eat from fast food, and that makes me feel better. That paired with the car music makes me feel quite better. But I think what motivates me the most, and it's hard and it's like tiring, but what motivates me the most is I think about my future self and how to make things easier for myself in the future. Like today was such a busy day, kind of. I had to call my mechanic person because I need to get new summer tires. I had to set up to get a tuberculosis test for my new job. I went and got said tuberculosis test. I had to call CAA for my mom's car because while she's away, she wanted me to drive it. There's a lot today. And I could have done nothing. I could have done zero of those things. I could have put it off because I'm going to be here all week. But I figured I have the time right now. The future is not guaranteed. I don't know what's going to come up in the future in the next couple of days. Probably nothing. But you know, I have the time now, so why not do it now? Staying in the present is something that I've struggled with. As you know, if you've listened to any other episode, I very struggle with staying in the moment. I stress, I like cannot get out of my head sometimes. Like I will be staring at you in your eyeballs and not listening to a word you're saying because I'm thinking about so many other things. And I wish I wasn't like that, but if I had the choice, I wouldn't be. So I was starting to do that. I think I took my dog for a walk, and when I'm outside, I really notice it because I'm like, I should be enjoying the outdoors right now, but I'm stuck in my head. So I realized that I was doing that, so I wrote down my to-do list in my little notebook here. I wrote down the dates and the times and what I had to do, so that was nice. I could see it, and that's actually my first tip for time management and just mental management. I put down mind management. If you write it down, it's less pressure on your brain to remember it. And you start to relieve your brain of some of its duties. So like grocery lists, to-do lists, calendar. I love my calendar. 
so nice because I can write it down. And then if I forget, I'll go to my calendar and I look again and there it is. So I'm not having to keep it stored somewhere in my brain that whole time. And then the stress builds of what if I forget it? It's nice to write things down. Get it out of your brain. It's also good to get your thoughts out and everything. Like don't keep a mental to-do list for too long because it will really tire out your brain. So designated worry time is something I'm trying to experiment with. I don't know if you've heard of it. Designated worry time, it's kind of gives itself away, but you set aside, whether it be in the morning, afternoon, or night, you set aside time to stress about all the things you need to stress about. This is for someone like me who struggles with getting lost in their thoughts in their own head. That's one more thing you don't have to worry about. It's like uh, it's like when, when you're in school, your class is for so long, and then the bell rings, and then it's like, oh, good. And you just check out, and you don't even have to think about that class until tomorrow. See, I had another thought, and it's already gone. Have you heard that sound <laughs> from TikTok? It's, I'm having one of those moments. <laughs> That's how I feel right now. I have it all written down in front of me, but I keep getting thoughts of things I want to say and then I forget them right away. I think the best advice I ever got is from my friend Bo. It's such a little thing, but like no one had ever said it to me until Bo did in high school, in summer school. Shoot, we were, it must have been in June because my dance recital before COVID, dance recitals are always in June and we had summer school and I was out in work and you know i had family and friend obligations and i must have said something along the lines to her like i'm really stressed out i have so much on my plate yeah because june's always a busy month and my birthday's in june so i think like i was like just venting to her about how stressed i was about june and she was like just take it one day at a time and then now ever since I visualize a calendar in my head, just a picture of a calendar and each square on the calendar, and then I like zoom in to a square, and that to me visualizes my mind if I'm like freaking out and stressing out and can't focus. I just visualize myself zooming into one square on the calendar, and I'm like, okay, what do I have to do for today? And then I don't allow myself, and it's difficult, but I don't allow myself to worry about anything except for today. You know, in most scenarios, you need to plan. When things are stressful, you need to plan. So I guess it would just be having to balance between preparation, but not so much where you're letting it consume your thoughts and consume your brain space because we don't need to be thinking all the time. We can turn our brains off and clear it out and just see what we're seeing in front of us and listen to what's actually going on in front of us instead of in our minds. So after mind management, I wrote down some physical tools that I do and that I think might benefit some people. And again, I I know I bring this up all the time, but it's relevant every episode. All these things I'm saying, I'm there I have no intention of like Or I hope it doesn't come off as like being preachy or that I think I have all the answers or that I think this is the perfect solution. These are just things that I've came up with that I think are noteworthy and um, they've helped me in the past and they've helped me right now. I'm using them right now. So uh, 
take everything with a grain of salt. I have obviously write things down. Um, my calendar and bullet journal that I'm using right now, I got from the dollar store and they're absolutely adorable. Check them out. And I have so many colored markers and I don't color code my things. What I do, <laughs> this sounds really silly, but I don't care. I'm going to tell you. So I keep them all in a mason jar. Um, and then every time I want to write something down, I look and I just grab whichever one I feel like writing with. Like I'm drawn to one and I'm like, yes, this is the one I need to write this down in. This is the color. <laughs> I go off of, I go off of feelings. Having one of those moments. Having one of those moments. And if you haven't noticed, time management is more about mind fullness than planning at first when I thought time management I think of like planning organize whatever and to me I think it's more about what you're doing you know mental like mind management is more what I'm thinking how to manage your life and how to manage your time better is knowing how much is too much for you and how much you can do it it goes hand in hand obviously because um, writing things down is a really good way to get things off your mind. But I think your time management starts to suck more. It's because you're getting overwhelmed. It all seems more when than it is, if that makes sense. I hope I, I hope I'm making a little bit of sense. I don't know. And also knowing or like being able to set boundaries for yourself and say no if you need to say no to plans. I used to always say yes to everyone and then I would feel overwhelmed because I had the busiest schedule in the world and I never had time to just relax because I was always going and always doing something. And one last thing I wanted to say before I end this episode today is I hope these talks are helping you not be so hard on yourself. We all go through things. You know, we need to show each other the compassion that we deserve as well. I try and if you're feeling alone and stressed out and down, take yourself out on a drive, get some food, take care of yourself. And I think that will benefit you in the long run because sometimes, you know, we're going to we're going to feel lonely if you don't now, you might end up feeling lonely in the future and practicing self-love and self-care you know, spread a lot of words of encouragement and compassion, but you need to do that for yourself as well. You need to treat yourself with love and respect because you deserve it. And you spend the most time with yourself more than anyone else does. As repetitive as that sounds, it's important and you deserve it. And just because we're feeling crappy one day doesn't mean we have to stay feeling crappy for days and days and days. We are We have the ability to change it. Just unfortunately, it's a lot more work and a lot harder than staying in that crappy mood, which I totally understand. And I'm starting to learn about conscious and subconscious mind. And I think there's a lot going on in our subconscious that we don't necessarily acknowledge or even pick up. I guess that's the same thing. I like to stick in my own lane and work hard for myself. Um... But also I learned recently that it's possible why I – like I do this other thing where 
like, yeah, I'll stay in my lane and I'm working hard for myself. But also, say I'm going to the, uh, get coffee, like I'll grab coffee for my co-workers too. Or like I'll grab a 20-pack of Timbits on my way to work. Stuff like that. And I used to do that a lot. And I'm sure I will still do that. I st- I'm just, and you know, I used to think, oh, I'm just generous. I'm just a thoughtful person. But like, it's exhausting. So why the heck am I doing it? And I always have thoughts about that. Like, why, what, what can I do to make this person happy? What can I do for this person to make them happy? Like, oh, this person likes that. I'll get them this. And like, I'm, I'll buy little treats for my friends and stuff like that. Which sounds, you know, like I'm just a nice person, but it's exhausting and like I do it all the time and those thoughts will always come to my head like, oh, that person's like this, I should get it for them. I'm always thinking of other people. I don't want to sound conceited when I'm saying this, but I say this every episode. I hope by now I've came across that I'm not trying to be like, oh, I'm so thoughtful. That's not what I'm trying to say. But anyways, I came across this TikTok and this other person was asking the same question she was like is there any psychiatrists or counselors out there that can help me with this an explanation for this and she said basically what I told you and um a lot of the comments were like if you as a younger child were in a role where you had to make your parents happy or like your parents happiness came from you now that comes out as that's how my brain is wired so like I think about what will make other people happy and I was like okay that makes sense it honestly truly I find it's very beneficial for me to figure out why I am the way I am and it comes in waves like I swear sometimes I don't think about this stuff at all and then it's like boom all of a sudden like I'm thinking about okay why don't some people like me? And I think about that deeper and it'll just like come to me. And I'm like, whoa, I didn't, where did that come from? And then I'm just scrolling through TikTok and then someone asks a question that I relate to a hundred percent. So I don't know, life is such a journey and like, and um, another comment that I saw on that video was, Um, it's a way for me to control my environment. So like by bringing Timbits, by bringing everyone coffee, by offering to, uh, give people rides at the end of the shift, I'm controlling the environment by making others happy around me and, you know, subconsciously, because I don't know that I didn't know I was doing this, but it makes sense, making them less likely to be mad and, you know, stressed out. So in turn, I'm like trying to control my interactions and like, does that make sense? Oh, it's so crazy. Like I'm learning all this stuff. I love it. It's sad though too. Like it's sad that we do all these things unintentionally or like subconsciously. You never know what is going to happen every day. So time management and planning is great, but just living in the moment is like the hardest but the most beneficial thing to do. It's weird how our bodies and our brains like protect, like it's almost like we're protecting ourselves without even knowing it. I don't know. It's crazy. But I can't wait to keep learning about it. And I'm glad I can share it with you because it's so much fun. It's it like, uh, it sticks with me, these ideas, a bit more when I have somewhere to put them all. So um, I changed my Instagram to match my TikTok. So it's happily Shayna now, all one word. Um, so send me a message if you want 
because I talked about a lot of different topics <laughs> this week. So uh, if you have any feedback or any comments, send me a message. I always answer. I, it's not like I have a bunch of followers or anything like that. So I will see it. And thank you for those of you who always reach out and listen. I love you so much. I appreciate you so much. And mom, I'm sure you're going to be in the hospital very bored. So I love you. I miss you. And I hope you are doing okay in there. I'm sure they're taking good care of you. Um, I'm taking good care of Sunny and Levi. They're good cats. So we'll have no problems here. Anyways, um, thank you again for listening and I will talk to you next week. I love you. Bye.